0: I'm Melissa Beckett, and this is Servant Spouse University, the podcast to help you bulletproof your marriage, where we will empower you to choose faith over fear, courage over convenience, truth over tact, and God over the world. All right. We are still in the Christmas season, and my husband loves this time of year. He loves Christmas music. Um, He can't wait till the day after Thanksgiving. He won't allow himself to listen to Christmas music prior to that day. Um, And he just plays it over and over again. He listens to it in the car. He's got it playing throughout the day at his office, um, in his headphones, here at the house. He loves Christmas music. And I enjoy Christmas music, but he is on a whole nother level when it comes to Christmas music, especially this time of year. Uh, Today, what I'd like to do is talk to you about God first, spouse second, and children third as it relates to this Advent season, as we are spending time preparing for the birth of Jesus. And so, I've got, I guess, some practical ideas as to how to keep those in order of priority. You know, last week we talked about our attitude and our attitude as it relates to in-laws and our attitude as it relates to how we balance our spouse and our family. Um, So today what I'd like to talk is more specifically about your domestic church, you, your spouse, and your children, and how you manage God first, spouse second, and children third in that smaller domestic church. And so first of all, to remember that even though the world tells us that Christmas started weeks ago, it didn't. Um, As Catholics, we actually believe that the first day of Christmas is Christmas Day, and then the 12 days of Christmas, not the 12 days before Christmas or the four weeks before Christmas. So We want to be preparing for christmas during this time frame and and yes i'm not saying that you shouldn't go shopping or that you shouldn't bake your christmas goods or that you shouldn't do a christmas card you know all of those things help remind us about this season but just on a daily basis a weekly basis reminding ourselves why we're doing what we're doing and to make sure that we we keep christ in christmas is so hard to do um, especially as the world has taken christ out of christmas and so my first suggestion to keep God first would be to pray, to pray individually. If you can pray with your spouse, pray with your family. And if it's something you don't normally do, it might be a little bit uncomfortable if, you're, if prayer has always been kind of a private thing for you. Um, but however you choose to pray, whether it be privately or as a family or with your spouse, pray and ask, just ask God to help you keep your priorities in order during this season. And ask him to help remind you throughout each and every day that Christ is the reason for Christmas. And so something simple, something basic. It doesn't have to be, you know, something that takes a lot of time. It doesn't have to be, you know, a really long prayer. Just asking God to help you choose your priorities in the right order. And then spouse second. Um, so when it comes to spouse second during this season like we talked about last week it's so easy for our spouse to get put on the way back burner to get like the last of the last of the leftovers and so when it comes to helping our spouse during this season you know we talked previously about that question you could ask your spouse every day what can i do for you today how can i help you today it would be no different during the christmas season but you might ask a second question how can I help you with your Christmas planning, especially if your spouse is the one that does most of the extra Christmas work. If they're doing all the shopping, if they're doing all the baking, if they're writing the Christmas letter, you know, ask, can I help you with, can I take one of those off your plate? Or is there something else I can help you with that would give you more time to do those things so that you're not run so ragged. Um, you're not stretched too thin. And then I would highly suggest, that you make sure that you and your spouse exchange gifts at Christmas. Assuming that you that gifts are part of your Christmas celebration, um, believe it or not, that was something that my husband and I have not always done. That is, we're not big gift people in general. We kind of aren't big birthday people. We, oh yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> um, and so there were a lot of times we'd say, oh, we don't really need anything this year. Or, we already, you know, got something for the house and we'll count that as our Uh, Christmas gift. But what I realized was going back to that modeling our marriage for our children, our children all have different personalities, different expectations about what they want and expect out of Christmas. And I realized that if my children didn't see my husband and I exchange even just one gift at Christmas, guess what they would do at Christmas when they were married? They probably wouldn't buy a gift for their spouse, they wouldn't have an example. It would seem like it was all about buying presents for the kids right? So a few years ago, we actually changed that and said, you know, even though that's not our natural tendency, we need to be cautious and we need to get a gift for each other and not just me go buy something and put my husband's name on it, but actually get a gift for each other. Um, And it was actually a really nice thing, something that we did when we were dating, right? That we stopped doing when we got married. And so it is a way of expressing love, even though that's not how we typically express love to each other, and it is a good way to model for your children. And so just, uh, I guess, a cautionary tale. If you're like my husband and I, and you don't tend to do gifts with your spouse for Christmas, I would highly recommend that you reconsider that. And then lastly, how do you practice children third during the season, especially where the world tells us it's all about our children and all about gifts for our children and, um, And it's really very similar to how you've been prioritizing over the last several weeks, making sure that they see that God is first in your life and make sure that they see that your marriage is important. And so doing those things around the house, like the decorating of the Christmas tree or Um, getting things out of the attic and putting decorations around the house. Instead of one spouse doing that, doing it together. Let your children see that. Let your children help you. Let them be part of something bigger rather than everything just being focused on the kids. Um, Another thing is to remind our children that it isn't just about presence. Probably everybody gets presents for their kids at Christmas. We try to limit ours so that it's not just this huge abundance of money and this huge abundance of gifts. And that's part of our attempt to make it not all about them at Christmas, but to make it more about Christ. And that's still a a delicate balance. But doing something about giving. And I have a friend who a few years ago, they chose as a family to not give gifts to each other. And instead they took that budget and they went shopping for a family they knew needed gifts this Christmas desperately. Things had happened in their home. They knew the family didn't have money for Christmas. And so they effectively were a secret Santa family for this family and the family has no idea where things came from. And my friend said it was the best thing they could have ever done. Their children loved that more than they loved opening gifts. That's an extreme example of giving, right? Um, you could also, you don't necessarily have to forego gifts for your children, but one thing that my husband and I like to do is each year, um, and it, the amount varies each year is based on our finances, but we try to make a, a gift of some sacrifice to something that is not our family. And so um, one year with um, World Vision, we um, purchased a package with Uh, goats and things like that for someone um, in a third world country and those goats allowed them to um, provide income for their family. Um, We've also done things where we've given monetary donations to St. Jude's Hospital and each year we allow the kids to help us choose where that money goes and so um, I usually or my husband and I will usually pick three different options things that meet our family's values And then we sit down with the kids and say, we have X amount of money that we're going to give this Christmas and we want to want you to help us select one of these. Um, So that's another way you can remind our children that they are important, but it is more important to know how to give than to receive at Christmas and incorporating them in that process. I found is very important and they love having that ownership. They love knowing that they're part of the process rather than me just writing a check to a charity every year. Um, and so then we'll actually take that check, put it in an envelope and put it on the Christmas tree. And then um, at Christmas, you know, remind the family that a donation was given um, to honor Christ at Christmas to this particular um, charitable um, organization or family next door or whatever it might be. And so those are just some basic practical things that might help you prioritize God first, spouse second, children third. They're just suggestions. Obviously, whatever you come up with that helps you keep those priorities during Christmas is what's important because, you know, you have been working over the last several weeks on putting your priorities in an order that honors God and honors your spouse in a new and different way. And my hope is that you'll want to continue that during the holiday season. But I recognize that that's a challenge. And so it's going to take extra effort. Um, But hopefully you're seeing those rewards. Hopefully you're seeing the fruits that are happening in your marriage and in your family and in your faith life as you put those priorities in order. And so my challenge for you this week is to sit down and really like write out or put in an email to yourself how you want to proactively live God first, spouse second, and children third during this holiday season. And if you have a good relationship with your spouse, if you have time, it is something you can do together, especially if you've been sharing these podcasts together. You know, how can we better live God first and keep Christ in Christmas? And as couples, talk about that. How can I better take care of you as my spouse? What can I do for you this holiday season to decrease your stress? And that's a wonderful date night. Even if you only tackle one item at a time, um, think about the love that will grow between you and your spouse by talking about those things. And then imagine how the love is going to grow as you help each other implement them. So that would be my challenge for this week, if you choose to accept it and... um, Merry Christmas and hope you're enjoying the Advent season.